Build your list, they say. Your email list is your pot of gold. But is it? It really depends on how you use your list, but more importantly, how you built it. In today's episode, I'm going to share how the lead magnets you're using to build your list might be hurting your sales and the strategy I've used for the last few years to build a healthy and profitable list that generates sales. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Teacher Business Society podcast. I'm Farah, a Diet Coke drinking, true crime junkie, and former teacher turned seven-figure teacher business owner. Are you stuck in the grind as a full-time entrepreneur or teaching by day and side hustling by night, wondering how to turn your entrepreneurial dreams into a reality? Whether you're brand new to this journey, trying to burst through that 100K ceiling, or you've built the business and now you need help working on your business instead of in your business, you're in the right place. I get it. Building your dream business can feel overwhelming. But listen, I've been where you are and I'm here to make it all feel possible. Through personal stories, expertise, and interviews with successful teacher business owners, we'll tackle email marketing, social media strategies, content creation, and everything in between. I'm committed to helping you not just grow, but thrive so you can live the life you've been dreaming of. So grab your favorite notebook, perhaps even a Diet Coke, and pull up a chair. Let's get down to business teacher style. What's kicking educational rock stars? Your business bestie, Farah, here for another episode of the Teacher Business Society podcast. Ooh, I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday. I know I did. I ate way too much turkey. And I got to be honest with you, it snuck up on me with regard to the podcast because I was ready. I had everything ready to go. And then I realized that Thursday was Thanksgiving. So um, we weren't going to drop an episode on Thanksgiving. And I just, it just totally slipped my mind when I decided that Thursdays were going to be the day that we dropped the podcast that um, we had Thanksgiving coming up. So we took a week off, the team took a week off, and uh, we're back this week. But that meant that I needed to come into the office and record a new intro because the intro I had didn't make any sense because uh, it's now after Thanksgiving. But that's okay. Um, Like I said, I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday. And you just ate as much turkey and pie and stuffing, dressing, whatever you call it, as you possibly could. And then I hope you got to spend really quality time with your family. I put out on my socials uh, over the holiday an image of my granddaughter sitting with my mom with a caption because my mom, for those of you that probably don't know because I haven't really posted a lot about it. That was the only post I'd really ever posted about it. My mom was diagnosed with small cell lung cancer back in September, and it has been a crazy journey, not going to lie. And we are just soaking up every moment that we possibly can. She's fighting a good fight. We are keeping trying to keep her hopes up, And uh, but this holiday season is more special than ever because we are soaking up as much time as we possibly can uh, with her. So I did post that on some socials and got lots of DMs from you guys. So thank you so much for all of the wonderful DMs and messages that I got um, with just prayers and love and support. They mean the absolute world to me. So we are moving in to December. Can you believe December is tomorrow? December 1st is tomorrow. I just, I can't believe it. We're moving into December and a lot of teacher sellers, business owners, it doesn't really matter what niche you're in, but a lot of them 
and I used to do this as well, they looked at December as, oh, it's kind of a trash month. It's kind of a throwaway month. You know, the teachers are only in school for two days a week or two days a week. Oh my gosh. See, I ate too much turkey. Two weeks or maybe three weeks out of the year or out of the month because the Christmas or holiday break winter break, whatever your school district calls it, is coming up. And a lot of people really back off with promotional things and stuff like that because of this. But I'm going to challenge you to not back off because teachers are planners and they know they've got a big break coming up. And we have found, especially once we started implementing this, we have found that December can be a profitable month, a very good month if you position things correctly. Yes, you are bat- battling the, um, the the economy this year. You're battling the fact that Christmas is around the corner and people are saving their money to buy uh, Christmas gifts and, the, and do things over the Christmas holiday. But the reality is, is that teachers still need your resources. So because they've got a break coming up and if those resources require any type of prep or anything like that, I encourage you to continue those promotions. I also encourage you to look at the things that you're doing to generate sales in your business, not just one month, one week, whatever out of the year, one quarter of the year, but throughout the entire year. And that is what today's episode is about. We are going to dive in and look at one of the best ways to generate sales for your business, and that is your email list. Your email list is your pot of gold. I think I even say that in the episode. So like I said, I had to re-record this intro, not a big deal, but um, let's jump into today's episode and I want to give you some yummy goodness that is going to help you in 2024. Not only grow your email list, but grow it with the right people and make sure that it is profitable and healthy. Let's dive in. I'm going to drop some truth bombs today and I might ruffle some feathers, but that's okay. I am super excited about today's episode because I get asked a lot of questions about emails and about email lists and about building email lists and how I use my email list. And everybody knows you need an email list. And I cannot tell you the number of clients who come to me who are like, yeah, I have a list. I've been building a list. And I have some clients who've come to me and they have very large lists. I'm talking over 100,000 people on their list. And then I have people who come to me and they barely have, you know, three, 400 people on their list. And I will tell you, that just because they've got 100,000 people on the list doesn't mean it's profitable. And today's episode is going to share with you why. So now if you are just starting out in your teacher business journey, your head might be spinning right now. So I want to take a moment to define a few terms that you're going to hear in this episode. If you already have a list, then you probably already know these terms. So it's going to be a little bit of a refresher. First is email list. This is the list of current and potential customers' emails so that you can contact them for marketing purposes and also to share valuable information that helps solve their problems. Next is a lead. A lead is just someone on your list. They're a potential customer or a repeat buyer. Next is a lead magnet. This is the tool you use to get these emails from potential customers. It's something that attracts your audience to you and they get it in exchange for their email address. The reason I don't refer to these as freebies, as is often, that's what they're often called, is that they really aren't free. People are using their email as currency to get this thing from you. That's very important to remember. The email address is currency. 
It's valuable and it's a privilege for you to get it. A lead magnet is most often a downloadable material like a PDF, but it can also be training video, an exclusive audio training, or really anything of value that solves a problem for your audience. Now, a landing page is just the web page where you showcase your lead magnet and potential customers enter their email address, usually into a form, in order to get it. Now, last is a funnel. This is just the path that your potential customer takes from entering their email address in the form to actually buying from you after they've opted in for your lead magnet. Now, I think that about covers it, but if not, I'll explain as we move through today's episode. Now, if you sell your products only on TPT or even other educational platforms, you know you don't own your buyer list. You don't even know who your followers are. There are limited tools to communicate with your audience on these platforms, but they don't allow you to fully market your products in an effective way. You might get them to follow your shop so you can do things like send a note to followers, but you can't see any metrics on who read it, did they click, or did they end up buying. You can use UTM codes or use the add to product feature and maybe it'll register in the traffic tab, but in reality, it doesn't give you any usable, reliable data. If you sell on your own site or have courses and memberships, you already have an advantage because when they purchase from you, you can collect their email and have them on your list. But what about potential customers? You need a regular pool of people that is constantly growing and adding new potential customers to it for you to market to. Businesses need to market to repeat customers, sure, but new customers are necessary to grow and scale. The lead magnet that you use to grow this list is a critical step in making sure that you have a healthy and profitable email list. More often than not, I see teacher business owners using samples of their products as a way to get people on their list. Samples of products can be a powerful way to drive sales, but using them as lead magnets could actually be hurting your sales. See, a lead magnet is meant to build your list of potential buyers, meaning that the majority of the time, those that are opting into your list to get the lead magnet are cold. They often don't even know who you are. Perhaps they saw your lead magnet on Pinterest or you ran ads on social media. Maybe you posted it in a Facebook group or you shared it on your social media platforms, hoping any new people who found you would join. And even if you have a lead magnet shared inside your products on TPT, the buyer might only be lukewarm because they merely found you through the TPT search. The fact is most of the people who opt in don't know you yet. You haven't had a chance to serve them and really warm them up. Another way to look at this is through an analogy that I like to share with my clients when working with them to build their lists. So I want you to think about Costco, or if you're a Sam's person, the same analogy applies. Costco sells you items at discounted prices because you're buying them in bulk, but they require a membership in order to get those deals. They're solving a problem initially that gets people to buy their membership. The problem, people want more product for their money. Costco's solution, a membership to their warehouse to get their discounts because they buy in bulk in order to pass those savings along to the customer. In this analogy, Costco is your email list. Their membership is the lead magnet. We're ignoring the fact that the membership costs a fee, but it's such a small cost that we're making that your potential customer's email address. Now, Costco also gives away free samples of products that they sell, but think about where they give away those samples. They aren't standing out in the parking lot offering you free chicken to get you to join their membership. They aren't using free samples as lead magnets. Their lead magnet was the solution to their potential customer's problem, getting more product for your money. 
Now, okay, stay with me here. Costco gives free samples to those that have already purchased a membership. If Costco was out in the parking lot handing out free samples but never giving people an opportunity to buy the product unless they first bought a membership, I'm guessing people would get irritated and angry. While our audiences aren't going to get the free sample and then be blocked from buying unless they buy a membership, there is another side effect that is just as harmful, and it's the freebie seeker effect. See, when you're constantly putting out free samples, you are very likely ending up building a list of people that may never buy anything from you. I told a client one time that I've never taught eighth grade ELA, but if I somehow found myself teaching eighth grade ELA, I confidently believe that I could build an entire curriculum for the year based off free samples. Not to mention the number of free samples of things I myself have opted in for to just let them sit in my downloads folder and never actually get open. I know I'm not the only one in this. This practice of giving free samples is how a lot of people build large email lists very fast, but they end up not being healthy or profitable. And it's a big reason why so many of our customers have alternate emails that they use in order to get these samples. So how do you avoid the freebie seeker effect and make sure that you're actually building a list of valid emails that are quality leads and profitable? Well, there are a few things that you can do when building and growing your list to help. First, use a quality lead magnet. What makes a quality lead magnet, you ask? It should solve a problem. And the bigger the problem, the better. You want something that your lead is going to use now to get a win. And don't promise a solution that your lead magnet only gets them part of the way to the solution. But to get the full win, they have to buy something in order to get it. It should solve their problem from start to finish. If you're going to make an offer after they get the lead magnet, it should be something that makes the process of your lead magnet easier for them. For example, if you went to teacherbusinesssociety.com and grabbed my opt-in to offer roadmap, it gives you all the steps you need to build a profitable funnel and email list of quality leads. There is a step in the funnel where I make an offer for you to grab the swipe copy of the emails which I outline in the roadmap. Do you have to have the swipe copy to actually build the funnel? No. Will they make your process easier? Absolutely. And that leads to the next tip. Have a funnel after they opt in. This isn't your welcome sequence. Let me repeat that. This isn't just a welcome sequence. In fact, I believe that your welcome sequence should be held back for a bit. When a potential customer first opts in for your lead magnet, they did so because they had a problem and your lead magnet promised the solution. But now is the time that they are the hottest especially if your lead magnet gave them a big win. Think about it. If you have something that will extend their win or solve another problem that they have, this is when you need to show it to them. This is actually what I do in phase one of the opt-in to offer roadmap. You keep the conversation going within the first few days after they grabbed your lead magnet to make sure that they got the win and also give them support. This is how you serve your audience. Then you make them a small offer. Nothing too big because remember, they still don't know you all that well. But just a little something that's a no-brainer price and it is related to your original lead magnet. Next in this process is tip number three. And that is to establish your authority. 
Maybe they took your small offer after opting in. Maybe they didn't. But you're front of mind and you need to start establishing why they should be listening to you. This is especially important if you ultimately want them to buy product lines, memberships, or courses. If you're following the opt-in to offer roadmap, then this is in phase two. The way this roadmap works is after opting in, your lead will go through a series of 10 emails that will serve and establish your authority on the subject that your business focuses on. If they make it through phase one and phase two without unsubscribing, then and only then are they given access to your main email list. They have paid the membership fee to be part of the exclusive group where you share all your tips and strategies and free samples. Their currency, their email address, and taking time to know exactly who you are and how and what your business serves them. Phase three is where you celebrate them being in on this exclusive club, and then you really start building those relationships. There is relationship building going on in phase one and phase two, but once they enter phase three, you are besties, and I give all the best things to my besties. This also means that you now have a list of people who actually want to hear from you and want what you are serving. They're actually a warm audience. When I implemented this strategy a little less than two years ago, I had a list of over 25,000 with an open rate of 20% and a click-through rate of 1%. Now, some of you may be hearing that and you may be thinking, oh my gosh, I wish my list was there. And some of you may be thinking, oh, I've already got, you know, I'm getting 40% open rates and 2% click-through rates, which is great. That, that's fabulous. I started this process by scrubbing my list of inactive subscribers and invalid emails. This brought my list down to 8,000 subscribers, from 25 to 8,000. I absolutely cried, but I trusted the process. I was actually so surprised that there were that many people who were just joyriding on my email list. And I thought it was my subject lines that weren't getting them to open the emails. So then I started with that rebuilding process. Here I am about 20 months later, and I've rebuilt my list to over 20,000 and my open rates are consistently above 70% with click-through rates of three to 4%. Yes, you heard me right. Open rates of over 70% and click-through rates of three to 4%. It is also more engaged than ever. So much so that I had to turn over answering the replies we were receiving to my customer service team. This, after almost 10 years of maybe a handful of email replies a year. Now, full disclosure, I also switched over to a dedicated IP for my email service provider mm, about eight to nine months ago. And this is gonna help with deliverability, but I'm gonna talk about that in a future episode. Now, my email list is now healthy, engaged, and full of warm leads. When I put out an offer, sales result. The people on my list want to be there. They know who I am and they trust me. And I continue to serve them with great content that they open when it shows up in their inbox. Most importantly, I'm no longer left feeling like I'm talking in an echo chamber each week. So are you ready to get started building that quality email list? Go ahead and jump over to teacherbusinesssociety.com 
Grab the opt-in to offer roadmap if you haven't already. You'll actually experience this process after you opt in so you can experience exactly what your list will experience. And stick around because once you become a business bestie, the fun really starts. Until next time, keep being an educational rock star. Thank you for tuning in to another empowering episode of the Teacher Business Society podcast. We drop new episodes every week filled with tips, strategies, and inspirational stories to help you elevate your teacher business. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now, if this podcast resonated with you, I have a small favor to ask. Go ahead and share it on your social media and don't forget to tag us at Teacher Business Society. Your sharers help us reach more educational rock stars like you who dream of building and growing their own businesses. And while you're at it, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Those reviews not only make my day, but they help boost the podcast so that other aspiring entrepreneurs can find this valuable content. Stay connected with us over here at TBS and get tips, strategies, and useful tools to help you and your business by subscribing to the Society Brief. Find out more information at teacherbusinesssociety.com. The link will also be in the show notes. Never forget, you've got the power to make your dreams come true. So keep dreaming big, go for the scary goals, and until next time, keep being an educational rock star.